0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Still to be Determined podcast. This is the podcast that follows up on topics from the YouTube channel, Undecided with Matt Farrell. Our regular listeners or viewers will know by now that I'm not Matt Farrell. I'm his older brother, Sean. I'm a writer. I'll ask him the questions and Matt is with me as well. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Just a reminder, before we get into the episode, ways to support the podcast. Keep listening, keep subscribing, keep sharing it with your friends. And if you choose to throw coins at us, you do that through stilltbd.fm. There's a link there that will allow you to support us directly. Or you can just hit the join button right here on YouTube. And I say here on YouTube, that assumes that you're here on YouTube.
1: (laughs) We're on YouTube, everybody. (laughs)
0: Today we're going to be talking about Matt's most recent episode, Energy Storage Breakthrough Solid Hydrogen Explained. This episode aired on November 9th, 2021. We're within an arm's reach of the end of the year, almost 2022. Where does the time go? Time is a flat circle. (laughs) Time has no meaning anymore. (laughs) No, it doesn't. And I say all of that as a lead in to what is really the sort of like big picture topic around all of this that
1: my brain has melted. Yes, but this makes my brain melt too. Yeah, this is
0: a this is a big one. There were a number of comments that were basically straight up saying like this is bull. Um, people arguing with some key points that you brought up in the video saying like this is impossible. This doesn't happen Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. hydrogen coming out of smokestacks. Um,
1: okay. I could I could have clarified that better but yeah. yes. Hydrogen coming out of smoke
0: lie. Uh positively charged hydrogen atom lie. Um I don't know that I'm going to yell liar at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna queue up the Henry Rollins song although I do recommend <laughs> it to all of our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. <laughs> Go to YouTube Google Henry Rollins liar. Yes. And then sit back and enjoy yes um some of those issues did you see any common threads that you were like oh i'd like to address that
1: uh one of the common threads is the whole the smokestacks it doesn't come out of there it's like i i I, the way it was worded was very vague and it left it open to interpretation but hydrogen is actually produced is it's an off gas that can be produced through um Uh, natural gas drilling. It's, it's, it's comes from uh, sewage treatment plants. So it's it's hydrogen. We just don't capture it. So it's like, there's, there's areas where we're producing it and it's just escaping. We're not capturing it. Right. So it's like you put a system like this in place and we can capture it in those situations. So that's what that statement was about, but it was so vague. It left it open to interpretation. So that's bad on me as a communicator. I did not do a good job communicating it people were interpreting it as you're burning coal and you're getting hydrogen. It's like, no, that's not what I meant. So it's like, I, right. Poor choice of words. Right. Um, the, the other side of the people, the thread of people saying this is impossible scam BS ties right back to that video. I made a few videos ago about the whole, um, you don't know what you don't know. And there's people that think they know certain things and they Clearly don't because they're not in the area of research around solid hydrogen. There's plenty of studies on it, plenty of research papers. Some people were accusing me of not having done my research, and yet they didn't bother to look in the link in the description to my script, which has all the sourcing for everything that we pulled in. So it's it's like the research is there. And it's like that's one of the
0: things I wanted to bring up is that you are not basing, and this is something that I think uh, the people who who are detractors of yours in the comments don't recognize or maybe don't know you are not basing your videos on google searches and youtube searches. You are Hmm. going back to first sources as often as possible. Do you want to talk a little bit more about how that side of your
1: research takes place. It, it always starts with a Google search or YouTube search to find the topic of like, oh, that's an interesting topic. Maybe we dig into that, but when we dig into it, it's usually like, oh, we're finding these news articles. Well, it's like, what are these news articles referencing? We go to their references and get kind of get back to the source and read the information from the sources about that are being cited to actually understand it for ourselves and to craft the story around it. So it's like, we're not necessarily reporting the reporting. So it's not like second or third hand information. We're trying to go back to the source to find as much as we can to understand it to communicate it clearly and right. in this video i clearly did not communicate it clearly <laughs> which is on me again. well i think I, but it, it is it is on you and
0: i don't say that yeah. to be funny it is on you yeah. know that is the role you've put yourself in of of being yep. um a kind of filter where you are mm-hmm. saying like here's some information i'm going to provide it to you and if there's a, a gap in understanding perhaps it is something that that sits with you and i i do agree that in some cases that does sit with you but i would yep. also say a big part of it for this one in particular, yeah. this seems so fictional. This it is does. just absolutely bonkers to say, here's a thing that looks like a VCR tape. Well, it holds <laughs> in that tape. It holds hydrogen. And if you shoot a laser laser at the VCR tape, it releases that hydrogen in a way that it can then be consumed and turned into energy. And that sounds absolutely bizarre. It sounds like a buckaroo bonsai plot element where it would be, Oh, that turns out that this cassette tape we've been listening to is actually a bomb because if the right laser is aimed at it, it's going to convert into energy (laughs) that will then explode. It seems absolutely fictional and it is so hard to envision you have the end result being this bizarre tape that has energy that has a laser to release it. There's that but at the beginning the idea of and the company says this on their website we can collect hydrogen from the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and do this with it.
1: That seems. that seems made up. That it, seems, seems, it seems it does yeah. seem made up. It but could, the, other, the other side of it is, and all the comments of people that were saying it was BS, the ones that went a level deeper to try to explain why they thought it was BS, there was, I'm not saying this about everybody, but there was definitely a thread of reading between the lines of, they don't believe that hydrogen is a path forward. That hydrogen is itself a scam perpetuated by the big oil companies and big companies that are just wanting to transition from oil to something else they can control and that it's, it's like carbon capture. People look at carbon capture as a crutch for the oil industry to say, Hey, we can keep drilling and burning because we can actually capture the CO2. There's this view that hydrogen is that it, it in itself is a scam. It's not as good as inefficient as batteries. It's not as cost effective as X, Y, or Z. So there's a bias against hydrogen and in certain cases, they're absolutely right. But to say that there's no place for hydrogen in our future, in my opinion, is just wrong. It's like there is absolutely a place for hydrogen in our future. I don't believe it's going to be in cars. I don't believe it's going to be in all that stuff. But there's, there's areas where it makes a lot of sense because we can't rely on renewables completely. So it's like imagine there's a crisis, like a hurricane hits an area, it knocks out all the power. You could have generators that are running off of these hydrogen cartridges that you can whip up and then they have an endless supply of energy because you just keep refilling these cartridges and it can be a great stopgap. It could be great for remote locations that can't generate their own solar power because they can't get enough solar. There's use cases for this stuff. Um, so it's like there's this a little bit of a bias towards hydrogen. Right. And somebody actually tweeted at me, I'm not gonna name who it was. Um, he basically said, I should be ashamed of myself for have putting out this video because it's so full of misinformation. And he linked to a blog post he put together and he wrote up why it was all BS. And his article was in itself full of half truths and misinformation. And it showed to me that he has a complete lack of understanding as to what's actually going on, which is why I come back to, I don't think I did a good enough job as a communicator because Mm. I didn't anticipate that kind of reaction. And if I had done a better job anticipating that I could have provided more information and come at it from a slightly different angle to try to make sure I was addressing all of those those concerns and I didn't. So I'm a little disappointed in myself. I'm not ashamed. Like he was saying I should be ashamed because what I I'm not perpetuating a BSR scam. My whole thing was this is really interesting. This is worth keeping an eye on. It's still in the pilot stages, but it's gonna be really interesting to see if this kind of takes hold because There's a lot of interest in this from the government. There's a lot of interest in this from other people who know way more about this than I do. Um, there's a, a gentleman named Sandy Monroe who runs Monroe associates that does work for big auto where he will tear down cars from competitors and put together reports for like, you know, Ford could hire him to break down a Nissan to say, okay, well tell us about this car. This car is kind of groundbreaking. What are they doing? How's it working? Yeah. Right. He himself has said this technology could change hydrogen's path. That it is really interesting and that we should, the industry needs to keep an eye on it because this could be a game changer. And he's somebody who's far more knowledgeable about this. He's an, he's an actual engineer. So it's like to say that this is BS would basically be saying that Sandy Monroe doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. And so that's where I come from of got to keep an open mind on this. Right. And I come back to, I don't think I did a good enough job communicating it.
0: It's interesting the way you laid all that out. It makes me wonder: Do you do in some near future a part two? Do you reattack do. this issue and and reexamine <laughs> it to try and recommunicate what's, everything? You
1: know, what's funny is after the video came out, Plasma Kinetics reached out to me and thanked me for the video, and uh, they told me that they've gotten a, they've had people reach out to them after my video, and they were thanking me for making the video. And so now there's a little bit of a door open to them. So it's like, I do want to follow up with them in the future, maybe six months or a year from now. It'd be, I would love to, to like interview somebody from there and see how it's going and yeah. see how their pilot projects have been going to do a follow up to actually kind of say this is a thing or this isn't a thing for sure.
0: Right. Before you do that, when you, when they reached out to you just recently, did you write back that it's full of bs and
1: that they're a bunch of liars? All I wrote back in all caps was liar with an exclamation point
0: and a link to the Henry and Rollins video. I think that that was probably the best thing you could have done. It's interesting the way you've, you've referred to this a couple of times. It picks up on some of the comments that are the more, um, the ones that leave the door open, the ones Mm -hmm. that still doubt, uh, the, the arguments being made, but actually leave the door open like this one from Bishnir. Who wrote, "quote Based on the company's estimates," quote is the most dangerous phrase in future technology. But it looks like
1: something to keep an eye on. I thought, there you go, Brash near You're be b- skeptical, yeah. but it's like give give them give them time to prove it's true or not true. Right. We can't call it BS right now.
0: There was also this from Nouveau Swiss who wrote this set off all my BS jargon detectors claiming everything from shape memory alloys to catalytic nanoparticles to nanostructured thin films to hydrogen capture. Nobody's venting hydrogen out of a smokestack. It looks it's like someone just wrote down all the material science buzzwords to get money. If you dig into their patent it's the same way. So Nouveau Swiss is clearly on the side of saying like this is not a thing. Mm-hmm and his argument touches on I think the opposite side of what I was saying. It just sounds so sci-fi it sounds so made up but it's I'm hoping that nouveau Swiss I hope you keep tuning in and and I and I hope that at some point in the future there is a revisiting of this because I think that in after watching your video I went to the the website of the company and I started looking into a little bit of it and it really does you mentioned applications not including cars I agree with you there cars don't seem Mm -hmm. to be the the way forward. No, but when you talked about things like oh opportunities for using this in places where other types of renewables aren't going to work. Um, I couldn't help but think of things like you show in it's it's clearly a, a a made up image but the cargo ship filled with containers that all have yeah. the logo of that company and saying, this is enough of this hydrogen to power a, what was it? 25,000 homes mm-hmm. for a year. I thought, wow, if it's, you know, you're taking say a research team into a part of the world where there's not going to be solar production. There's, you know, you've got a people, a group of people living somewhere above the Arctic circle. Um, mm-hmm. something like this is going to be the means of giving them reliable energy where mm-hmm. solar would not work or perhaps wind might be too complicated to try and set up in that location. This right. kind of thing. If you can show up with a flatbed of what looked like again, v- VCR tapes, um, and a laser. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: my favorite part. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Somewhere. Dr. Evil is, you know, touching his lip with his finger and well hydrogen what, what is I would coming say, out
1: what I would say to all the people that were just straight up saying it's bs or the ones that were pointing out what they perceived as flaws it's like I well I don't necessarily agree with them um I appreciate all of that feedback I really do it's yeah. like I, I I learn a lot from the pushback I get in videos and I got a lot of pushback on this one so it's going to change how I approach these kind of videos in the future So it's like, I really appreciate all the positive and negative feedback and it makes me a better creator and it makes me more astute into how I'm going to communicate these things. So it's like, even if you hated my video on this and you thought it was all BS and you commented, thank you. I really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's absolutely value, I think in giving any kind of response because Mm -hmm. that's, that's how you determine As you've been saying in this conversation, you take that on as I didn't do what I was supposed to do as a communicator in this situation. You don't know that if nobody gives you the feedback, so there was also this comment from John Bysinger, who said I had a couple of questions and then these are actually very thoughtful and interesting questions for you to revisit, especially if you're going to revisit this topic in six months or so. How does the tech stand up to thermal variation? Is it heat slash cold tolerant? How will it do in semi climbing a 10% grade in an Arizona summer? How will it do at 20 below at 20,000 feet in a small commuter plane? I have to imagine both absorption and release are sensitive to both likely impacting parasitic losses. Like does it have to be preheated in the cold or the entire package kept cool in the heat and how does it handle the usual vehicle safety concerns, fire, impact, penetration, moisture, et cetera. I imagine that taking all of the first questions that he lays out, those mm-hmm. are all interesting things that would likely be a conversation you would have if you ever have oh, the yeah. opportunity to talk with the people who are are producing this. As far as the last question, I think it's that's an interesting one that we could tackle right now, which is how does it handle Vehicle safety concerns, fire, impact, penetration, moisture. It looks to me like this wouldn't actually be impacted by most of those,
1: would it? No. Yeah. No. That's the part that makes my brain break a little bit. Yeah. Because it's it's hydrogen being stored in a solid form and it's not... Like you could literally store these in a convenience store because there's no risk of them exploding right. and bursting into flames because the way the way the of laser
0: right and the way the laser is releasing the hydrogen is due to the intense heat of the laser, but fire wouldn't reach Correct. that heat. No. So it might in fact damage the tape, but it wouldn't release the hydrogen from the
1: metal in the it's, tape from my understanding, the way it is, it's, it's very similar to like a solid state battery versus a liquid electrolyte battery, where if you drove a nail through a regular lithium ion battery, it would explode because that liquid electrolyte connects the negative and positive sides and just boom, right. Where a solid electrolyte, you could drive nails through it. You can cut them in half and they will keep operating and not explode. So it's, it's one of those, it's something similar to that where it's, it's because it's in solid state you could cut the tape, you could break it, you could smash the container and it's not going to burst. Right. You're not releasing hydrogen to the atmosphere. It's, 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 comp- it's like, it's almost, it's not the right phrase, but it's almost like it's inert. It's like, you don't have to worry about it. It's, it's just, it's there. Right.
0: And lastly, I wanted to share this comment from Renjanath who writes once viable fusion reactors also come into the picture, the deuterium will just sweeten the deal even more do you want to explain what he's saying there
1: about the deuterium yes it for like in fusion reactors you need deuterium and so it's going to be a very valuable uh commodity right. at some point in the future so and it's an
0: accidental byproduct being collected yes. here yes
1: there's I, there's potentially I like to describe it deuterium. as the
0: fatter cousin of the hydrogen yeah. Basically it sounded very much like the deuterium fits into the metal, but is too large to get back out.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Be careful what pair of pants you try and fit into. That's the lesson to be learned there. (laughs) Yes. So listeners, what is your take on this as far as would you revisit this topic? if Matt was to go back six months from now have a conversation with people from this company look at this maybe from another angle and take another run at the subject would you all be interested in checking it out let us know you can find the contact information in the podcast description or on youtube you can just go right beneath this video and leave a comment there don't forget there are ways you can support the podcast you can do it just by doing what you're doing right now just listening leaving comments, subscribing, sharing with your friends, all of that really helps. There's also still tbd.fm where you can directly support us, or you can just hit the join button here on YouTube. And through that membership, provide direct support as well. Please do be sure to give us a rating, a review, and share us with your friends. All of that really does help the podcast. The podcast helps the channel. The channel helps Matthew. And then Matthew helps me get into these genes. I'm the deuterium of the family. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.